This episode of the Check Out This Record podcast is brought to you by GuitarExclusive.com. Visit now for buying guides, reviews, and more. GuitarExclusive.com. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Rock, Rock, Rock and Roll Podcast. Check out this record. My name is Frank, and with me is my funky, fresh friend, good buddy, and model citizen, Mark. It goes to without <laughs> it goes without saying that I am way funkier than I am fresh, my brother. Ah. Uh... Awesome. Awesome. You could you know, always find us, guys, because I know you're looking for us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. Amazon Music Podcasts, and our delicious mugs can be found on YouTube. Yeah, New episodes drop to the drizzle to the drizzle to the drop each and every fradizzle ish. They do. They do. And mm-hmm. if you're hearing us for the first time, congrats. You're not annoyed with us, especially uh-huh. for one of our past reviews. So welcome, everyone. We review records. That's what we do here. We go track by track. Lots of musical discussions, spotlight episodes, some mysteries from the rock and roll world, and we've just scratched the surface, and we're just getting warmed up. Baby! Baby. Okay, so you definitely want to check out our verse series, where Frank and I will put on two steel gauntlets and just beat the crap out of each other in the name of Total (laughs) Stereo. That's all the I love what you did there. That's amazing. I know. It's my favorite, too. Uh, awesome. So while uh, you're checking us out, you can always look at our Instagram page, Facebook group. Hopefully, these episodes will leave you wanting more musical goodness. And Mark, you know, buddy, it's Mark. What can I tell you? If you have a record, let us know. If you want us to review, drop the comment wherever you find us. Like, subscribe. Uh, so I say this, Mark. The selection that I gave you. On a previous episode, uh, I know it wasn't going to win you over and it wasn't going to be like your new influential record. I understood that fully. Uh, Nevertheless, here we are talking about 311's debut album, Music. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, Mark, you didn't expect it to be this rap heavy, did you? Question number one. Also, Uh uh, is this is not new metal as we are not in the late 90s yet? Um, maybe. So what do you think this is? Do you think it's rock rap with funk, some ska? Uh, tell me what's going on in your mind, my friend. Uh, well, let's start at the top. Uh, no, <laughs> I was not expecting this to be quite so rap heavy. Um, the, the 311 I remember wasn't this rap heavy, um, but I, I may be misremembering that. I, sound System uh, was the, the only album I had. I had it on the CD um, and, I, and I guarantee I had it because of uh, Come Original. Yes. Um, but I remember that having uh, more of a balance of rap and singing. Uh, but like I, like I said, it, it was a long time ago and maybe I just don't remember it as well as I thought. Could be. Um, this definitely was kind of on the cusp slash predecessor to new metal. Right. But as you mentioned, they had a ton of influences like reggae and ska that probably helped keep them from getting quite so pigeonholed the way that like Limp Bizkit and Corn did. Right. Because <laughs> their sound was kind of slightly more one dimensional. I mean, maybe that's just me. Um, oh, no, that's true. <laughs> yeah. If, if you forced me to put a label on this album uh, to say, you know, which genre it came from, I think 
given the time it came out, it would probably fit that like funk rock box better that like so many people are just going to be like, oh, Red Hot Chili Peppers were amazing. <laughs> ah, <laughs> right. Um, it's kind of a crazy thing. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I see where people would make the comparison, but they're wrong. Um, you know, and really, Frank, to me, what's crazy is that this sound came from Nebraska. Right. Yeah, so let's talk about that. Uh, here's some history. The most intriguing <laughs> thing about the band is that they're from Frank just Omaha, saw a joke I wrote. Omaha, Nebraska. I did, I did. Uh, <laughs> that's right. This amalgamation of alternative rock, funk, rap, ska came from the Cornhusker State. That's crazy. Um, this band dates back to 1988. Now, let's debunk a rumor that was around in the late 90s. Uh, mm. 311 does not stand for the KKK. Some nerd yeah. in the 90s stated that the 11th letter and the alphabet was K and then timesing that by three. Uh, that was the origins of the name. Not true. And thankfully, social media wasn't around then. Uh, so this bullshit didn't gain any sort of steam, Mark. You know, because because rap rock is so huge amongst Klansmen. Oh my Look, God. It, it, my argument would be this based on their argument that it's, it's three times 11 should, or wouldn't it be C 11 times? Wouldn't it be C, 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 which would clearly stand for. And I don't think anyone will argue this. C, 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 Nailed it, my friend. Nailed I had to it. put the commas in, otherwise I'd get lost. No, it's okay. It's okay. It makes sense. Uh, the name is actually derived from the Omaha Police Code for indecent exposure, uh, oh, which hello. was indeed three eleven. <laughs> guarantee you, it was peanut. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> know nothing about the man, just his name. <laughs> so let's go down uh, with the lineup here. We have vocalist Nick Hexum, guitarist Tim Mahoney, mm. uh, bassist Peanut, a.k.a. Aaron Willis, and drummer Chad Sexton. Now, in 1989, we get the EP called Downstairs, and in 90, we get an EP called Damn It, and 91, we have an EP called Unity. So now we're 92 and S.A. Doug Martinez joins the band after making guest appearances at their live shows. So now the band was complete with their signature at this time, really dual vocalist rappers uh, at mm. the end of the day. Uh, their first release music was released on February uh, in 1993 on Capricorn and spawned five singles, which is pretty crazy. Uh, only five tracks from this album were not included on the previous indie releases. So, Mark, oh. are you ready for this uh, weed infused funk rap record? Oh, was I supposed to blaze up for this? I um, OK, well, uh, anyways, uh, you, you missed it, go. didn't you? OK, I, all I, right. <laughs> I missed the window. Sorry, guys. <laughs> all right. Track one. Welcome. Welcome. We are welcome to a ska two chord intro with essays, vocals, singing, groove as your soul sings. Then, bam, heavy laden guitars come uh, into this uh, alternating uh, Hexam and Martinez. This is where it's definitely shown. Mark, your thoughts on welcome as the opening track. I, I just want to clear something up real quick. Uh, you wrote the, the letters S-A when describing this guy. Is it supposed to be like S-A? Yes. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. I didn't know, like, is this yeah. guy's name like Samuel Anthony something or other? No, his, real, his, real name is, his real name is Doug Martinez. Yeah, that's why I was like, what's the S-A come from? That doesn't make sense. But now, <laughs> okay, I got it. Uh, Love you, man. Frank, I like the boogie to the bang. Bang Boogie says, um, jump the boogie. Does Kid Rock owe these dudes some cash? Dude, if not, let's start that movement, please. I mean, like, I, we got to figure that's got to be like something from further down. Like, that's got to be like a, 
what's that rap group that did rappers delight the cotton candy gang that's not right the sugar hill gang sugar hill gang I, it's probably it's probably one of those kind of references which is cool right like it's, and it's i mean fuck kid rock and and i hope he owes everyone money yeah i'm sure this that has aside, nothing to do with, with kid rock by the <laughs> no, way kid rock was kid rock was still stealing other people's material at this point he was a kid right? um <laughs> i think he was like 40 in, in 1990 <laughs> old piece of shit uh that aside uh i was surprised we didn't get like a big hook out of the opener uh but i like the blend of the lighter ska and reggae influence uh and how they go back and forth with the heavier influences mixed in i I just wish it was a bit more memorable i was excited uh, excuse me expecting i wasn't excited i'm not gonna lie to you um i was expecting something different from a track titled Welcome, um, but it's not my album. So uh, what I think should be a welcome track uh, doesn't really matter. And this is what they chose to do with it. So there you go. There you yeah. go. Track number two is Freak Out, a staple uh, for the early section of their live sets. Uh, the funk rock is shown here and and people, uh, they can't like, you know, they cannot like me all they want. But to me, this is a more entertaining brand than the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, I don't care what anyone says. Uh, so, Mark, did you freak out in the light with this song or were you just wanting to get this out of your head? <laughs> uh, I really like that opening guitar riff uh, and the way the whole band comes in just like way over the top to back them up. Like it it, it feels like uh, dudes coming out of the foxholes chasing down Nazis. It's fantastic. Cool intro for sure. The funk break really adds a ton of depth without uh without backing the band into a sonic corner if that makes sense uh and i like that they they're not afraid to bounce from from style to style and even and it's not always the same style back and forth they they like to mix it up and i think that's working in their favor here yeah the band does a great job of of contouring the breaks to some of the vocal deliveries we get some some really interesting uh drum parts that happen to match what they're doing lyrically um you can really feel how tight this band was as a unit. It's it's pretty impressive, if I'm being honest. Yeah, and again, and we'll get to the age thing in a couple songs from now. But I mean, they're they're relatively young here, so yeah. Uh, oh, number- age thing. I thought you said H, like there was a heroin addiction. I didn't know. Uh, no. I don't know. Now I don't know about that, but maybe. Okay. <laughs> okay. Track three's visit. Uh, it's actually one of my favorites from the album for a number of reasons. It's it was fun and it is fun to play on guitar. Uh, I like the wrapped vocals and how it segues into this upstroke ska pre-chorus. Uh, the chorus, uh, I think, melody-wise is catchy. The middle breakdown, of course, it gets funky while the song maintains. A certain level of heaviness. So, Mark, uh, do you want to visit the world with your time on this world? You know, I'd like to answer your lyric with another lyric. I wish <laughs> I could fit into a pair of Doc Martens so I could kick it, Frank. Nice. Uh, but I, I got these fucking Fred Flintstone feet that just do not fit into cool guy shoes. So <laughs> fuck me, right? Uh, musically, I dig what the band does uh, here. We we get to see them stretch the spectrum of their sound a little bit. And, uh, you know, the playfulness when it comes to some of these breakdowns and bridges is really kind of fun. Uh, I'm not crazy about the chorus or like literally any of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, they feel overly simple for what musically is a really complex song. So, yeah, the music definitely yeah. outweighs with the complexity here. Um, track four, Paradise. You know, this song was always on the album that I felt it was the weakest and then when i saw them live i forgot when maybe it was like the late 90s it grew on me uh you know it's a song listen paradise is the backdrop it's very cliche with the vibes but i do enjoy the cool and chill upbeat verses that lead 
into a more alternative rock chorus. And Mahoney's guitar playing to me is is definitely spot on. Uh, Mark, do you think this song represents like a paradise feel to it properly or? Ooh, Frank, if I could only tell you what I have done, my friend. <laughs> um, you know, as far as paradise goes, I think that you know, really, I mean, this is the fourth track, which is really important for me to know. This was always the song on the album that I felt was, um, uh, no, that's not what you thought. It was always the weakest track. I'm, I'm so distracted right now. Is this uh, why they named the music album, uh, the album music? Holy, I am so, I, I'll, okay, I'll be man. honest with you. I super zoomed in the script and got lost as to where we were. And I was trying to catch up without you noticing. I did so many times. Home, Don't worry. Here we are. Um, this is why they named the album music. Uh, music is what I need to keep my sanity, uh, is the lyric. Uh, I, I gotta imagine that's where they, they pulled the, the name from, uh, sonically they did, uh, what you'd expect from them, uh, so far on the album, uh, this time leaning, uh, on a lot of those beach vibes followed by some more, uh, heavy guitar breaks, uh, right. which are pretty badass, As you mentioned, Frank, I like to play, uh, excuse me. I like the play on the idea of paradise is up to kind of his memory and what he can make of it. Yeah. Uh, might be my favorite track lyrically so far dabbling into the emotions associated with longing for a lost lover while trying to keep himself honest about the whole situation or what may or may not have happened. Cool. Uh, we're clearly, only getting a, a snippet of that. And that's kind of what works here is that it's just focused on that memory. I, I think this is a cool track. Cool, man. Cool. Thank you. Track five unity, which was from one of the EPs because the EP was titled unity. Uh, it's one of the harder songs on the record and, and one of two not to feature the trade-off uh, with essay. Uh, so this is just purely Hexam here, probably before essay even joined the band. Um, Mahoney does a good job. On the, so I just want to talk mus uh, musically here for a second because mm -hmm. it's a lot of bar chords and the bar chords sometimes could be a little bit uh, restraining uh, based on how you play them. But the way he's playing them, it, it definitely gives an open feel to it. So he's definitely accenting all the six strings, which I kind of like what, when I'm hearing, especially during the chorus musically. Uh, Mark, are you feeling this unity? Man, I wish this song had a decent hook to it. Uh, it just doesn't. Uh, I know it's only like three and a half minutes, but uh, it's so hard to sit through like past the first minute of him doing the same staccato rap thing <laughs> the entire time. Other than that, the, the last three lines, I have no idea what this song has to do with unity. I, I, I've listened to it a bunch of times. I read along as he, as he rapped, I, I couldn't figure it out. It's just, uh, sounds like a tough guy bullshit and led uh, the Led Zeppelin name dropping just felt super cheap to me. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, buddy. This is a hard pass for me. Led Zeppelin in your face. I think that was the lyric, right? <laughs> uh, something. I mean, I don't even think it was that good. <laughs> there you go. If I'm being honest. Yeah, I just know. With track six, Hydroponic. Uh, after mm. hearing Down, which is when, of course, me and most of the world uh, heard of 311 for some reason uh, which was a breakthrough hit coming in two albums later uh, this was the second 311 song I heard uh, it's always been one of my favorites from them because it established not because it established their admiration for weed but because the rapping is some of the fastest delivered by the band that wasn't in the arena of hip hop and rap so I remember having my friends who were like into uh, the 
hip hop and rap genres at the time. And I'd be like, no, no, listen to this song, guys, because if you guys like that, you got to hear how how they can rap really fast over rock and stuff like that. So I always used to play that section for them, especially on the second verse. Um, you know, and and they thought it was it was it was impressive with the lyrical at least uh, quickness. Uh, so, Mark Conjunction Junction, what's your function on this song, my friends? Uh, I like that the the band's kind of booming sound on that opening rift, and then um, then the song just sucks after that. Uh, there are <laughs> some impressive lyrical performances, but they aren't doing anything to me. And this chorus is just boring as fuck, dude. There you go. I sorry. No, it's okay, man. I was hey, trying. Listen, the, the cool thing about doing this is how uh, different we interpret these things, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. Which, which is interesting. Uh, and, and we all have different uh, mista- uh, takes on, you know, <laughs> kind of what we get them. Now, I, I, my, I, my opinion, a mistake. And I was like, that's fair. No, I mean, no, I, I, would say <laughs> I that. immediately gave you a pass for it. I, w- I wasn't going to say that. Now, I may not say a song you like sucks, but that's that's me now. No, kidding, I'm no yeah, that's fair. Okay, I'm uh, dude, totally blank. Uh, seven, my stony baby. Uh, continuing, I guess, with the weed weed theme. And I put oh, weed, here we thing, go. weed thing. Uh, uh-huh. They tone it down uh, with a little calming opening guitar riff accented by Peanuts, standout bass playing. Uh, mm-hmm. Hexam and Martinez uh, trade off here and give us a vibe that they indeed just smoked a giant doobie. And this oh. is the product of it. Uh, Mahoney, I'm sure, joined in uh, as he smoked the doobie because uh, his uh-huh. guitar riff seemed like it could have been extended for quite a while. Uh, I always fancied this song. Uh, Mark, dare I ask if you did? <laughs> uh, I'm really distracted by how dumb these lyrics are. Uh, it's got a funky groove and the guitar solo over that mellow groove. We'll take it. Uh, really works, <laughs> but but I'm I'm really uh-huh. like super bored with it. Otherwise, uh, yeah. There you I, go. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, <laughs> not not sorry. I mean, just it is, but it is. Yeah. You, you, you really don't have to apologize. Hey, look, it's 2021. I don't know how to zoom my fucking. Uh... <laughs> Are you still lost on the script? <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm I'm I know where I am on the script. I'm just oh, terrible okay. at like. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. Thanks, track, buddy. Track eight. Nick's hex. Uh, oh. 90% of Hexam again on this song. Uh, we're again at the chill portion of the album, I guess. I always felt like they took, in my opinion, they took the song to a new level, but at least by adding a sense of engagement by uh, that heavy chorus, which I'm sure uh, the creativity of weed led them down this path. Uh, so, Mark, are you smoothing your psychedelic to the Knicks Hex? I have no idea what that means still. No. Uh, the vibe here is cool, though. Super funky. Yet nonsensical. I like the reggaeton kind of breakdown at the end of the song. Uh, makes for a cool transition. Uh, I didn't hate this song, but I, I could have lived without it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Track nine is plain. Uh, another highlight for me, again, with Hexam doing 100% of the vocals. I, I used to think I was cool by having the lyrics on a sheet of notebook paper and attaching them to my folders at school for people to look at and they can oh. read. Yeah, so I was like, I'm that guy. Um, okay. Yeah, so I thought that was cool. Anyway, the song to me was uh, was maybe a version of Hexam's Notebook, and and I think he's trying to be honest here with his view on life for where he was at for a 23 year old. You know, I'm trying to put that into context. Sure. Uh, Mark, what do you think about playing? I would say he wrote this uh, on behalf of most 23 year old dudes. It's, it's a cool enough track with a funky guitar intro and the, the nod your head uh, to this bit. It, it's cool. Uh, and it definitely is part of that energy that would come later on, certainly with the new metal stuff. Um, 
way better than the previous track uh, of just Hexam rapping uh, on his own for me. Uh, maybe my favorite track so far, but I'm struggling oh, okay. to, to want to keep listening because I, I am just getting bogged down by like kind of the back and forth of it. Um, I'm needing a bit of a sonic break from the band. I could really use like a good chill out song. Yeah. Uh, Amber? Okay. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. So maybe I take that back. Maybe I take that back. <laughs> uh, well, track 10 uh, mm-hmm. feels so good. Um, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Uh, another... <laughs> oh, man. Another staple for the end of 311's live sets. Uh, no. What's funny is my mom likes the song. Oh, yeah. And, and my, dad used, my dad used to get mad at her for liking it. Listen, man. What can I tell you? So, yep. so Peanut challenges Flea here. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, I said it. We'll take it over the spotlight and kind of owns the song. Yeah, um, sure. And so, Mark, um, in your face, and did it feel so good? Uh, I really don't understand the words. <laughs> uh, it's phrased funny, but I bet it's fun for the, the whole crowd uh, to scream in your face. Uh, it feels okay, I guess. I'm happy Peanut finally got like a really rad bass solo and the guitar riff yes. uh, behind it is, is super cool too. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some good musicianship in, in the backbone. Oh, definitely. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm definitely not taking that away from the band. Absolutely. Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, track 11, Do You Write. Uh, so Passing the Kind Bud is the opening lyric. So yeah, another nope. weed influence song. Uh-huh. Uh, this one is less rap and more singing. Uh, Martinez aids in backing vocals. Uh, it's all Hexam again, who shows his love of, <laughs> for the weed, uh, fuzzy guitars, and, and a Ooh. ska chorus. Um, mm-hmm. It will be announced at the shows that this song is the happy slam dance song. Oh. Uh, and that would just uh, ooze out uh, with a happy feeling in the crowd. So, uh, Mark, did this song do you write? Look at you boomers saying slam dance. Um, <laughs> this, is, this is a fun track for sure. Anyone... Uh, another one I bet they had a ton of fun with it at shows, like you mentioned. I can see this being a, a fun number. Uh, I like the singing here for for a change up. This is kind of what I was looking for. Like I, I needed yeah, a little I, bit I could tell. <laughs> less rap at this point. Um, it's doing a lot to keep me interested in the album that I that I was ready to check out with with all of these stylistic changes. Uh, it did me okay. Uh, I'm happy they're finally getting to their strength, which is these bigger hooks. Um, it's a bit corny, sure. but in a fun 23-year-old <laughs> pothead kind of way, it go. absolutely works. There you go. There you yeah. go. Well, track 12, here we are. Fat Chance. Oh. Uh, Fat Chance is actually the short song we're hearing in the beginning. The proper title oh. for this song is Bleep the Bullshit, and it's oh. technically... Uh, viewed as a hidden track uh what we have isn't yeah technically what we have is another loud rocking rap song with trade-off lyrics from martinez and hexam i i wouldn't say it's actually one of my faves but i do like listening to this song loud mark what what about you here yeah that's a fun hooky chorus that just sounds great really loud and like in a great rebellious way Mm -hmm. uh essays verse is one of my favorite bits of rapping on this entire record i love that he gives uh love to peanut peanut and the whole rhythm section everybody um i always love when 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 singers act like support the rhythm section like it just seems cool like we did all the goddamn work um that said uh, i could have used like 40 percent less of the intro uh and the actual track um but it it works for for them and and as a closer i think it's it's kind of perfect it's a cool track frank 
Yeah, and Mahoney again on the guitar uh, with the riff during the verses is pretty cool too. So yeah, now, there's some really stellar riffs on this. Yeah, yeah, he plays really, really well. Um, all right, Mark. So hit me with those famous, famous final thoughts of yours. Sure. Uh, I think you made a really interesting choice picking this 311 album. The band's roots uh, and influences are on full display, and it's clear that the potential the band would eventually live up to uh was was there from the start uh, this isn't uh the band i remembered and, and i'm happy i had the chance to correct my recollection of what this band is in its entirety and it's not just that goddamn amber song yeah Ugh. it is it's not the band's fault i don't like that song i would have liked less rapping and more of the big hooks but they weren't there yet, if that makes sense. They weren't. And, and I can't hold that against them. I was impressed with the musicality of the band. Uh, I forgot how absolutely dynamic they could sound. Uh, I had a boss who would listen to that Amber song over and over. And I think that skewed my memory of what the band really sounded like. Because that song, when you've heard it as uh, many times as I have, it just turns into droning. Anyway, yeah, the, this review is not about that song, Amber. The song is about music. Um, I give the album a six out of 10. That's a win uh, for me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> not one I'd pick up or probably listen to again, but I, I have been enjoying listening to the rest of their catalog and some of the stuff I was more familiar with after initially listening to it. Sound system in particular. Yeah. Um, and, and that's probably just pure nostalgia on my part. Uh, I don't know that I wouldn't mock you less for for being into them. I, I probably will still kind of mock you, but like in a loving <laughs> way, in a more understanding way. Uh, but I do respect the band more uh, than I did prior to re-listening to this album. So there you or, go, man. This may have been my first time actually listening to it. I don't, I don't really remember. I think so. I may have given you like grassroots years ago, but I don't yeah. think, I don't think I ever told you, Hey, you, listen to this one so yeah it's really your own fault it is <laughs> of course of course <laughs> so mark listen so believe it or not three well you do believe it 311 was that band for me for a while in high school mm -hmm. and i had a 311 patch i i think i still have my the book bag uh oh. next next to a no effects pat uh, which doesn't really work, but ironically, No Effects makes an appearance in the song Come Original. <laughs> so Ooh. it's where he says No Effects is coming full range. So maybe I was forecasting something. Who knows? Uh, I, I was trying to put myself back into my 16, 17 year old self and figure out what was about 311 that made them so attractive to me. I, I think it was the fact that I had time to think about it, uh, that the elements were such a variety and the fact that the lyrics were wrapped made it kind of cooler at the time. Uh, I, I would legit sit in my room, no lie, look in the mirror and pretend to perform this album and the follow-up like grassroots. Like I take them out. Wow. Yeah. It was pretty, pretty crazy. Uh, the band gave me a level of confidence because my takeaway was from the meshing of styles that I, that you would have this basket full of all the things you like, like in life, not just music. And you could put them together in some form of something that became nurturing to my soul. So I think that's why the first two albums are, are special to me. Plus on a side note, I learned a shit ton of guitar from Taz <laughs> that I would print out. So learning these mm -hmm. riffs also like, lights were going off in my brain for the understanding of guitar. So that's why I, I kind of oh. always go back to these things too. Um, and I really enjoy playing those riffs because they are cool. The musicality is cool. Um, so musically, I still enjoy the the mix of all the genres. And, and unlike 
uh, that 311 does. And unlike the the chili peppers, it was edgier and more rocking. Uh, so with that said, uh, the score is going to reflect a lot of that nostalgia. And for me, it gets this album gets an eight. So, yeah, I think that's totally fair. Um, yeah. uh, we playing a game this week? We are, Mark. Hey, Get, what are we it, playing? It is game time. So this is going to be called Band of Threes, not Ooh. members, but we're going to look at bands that have uh, some sort of form of three in their name. Ah. So, so I'm going to describe them to you uh, uh-huh. and you're going to say who they are. 311. Correct. <laughs> the three amigos. The three, right, right. That's the three happy here. That's all I know. <laughs> you ready, my friend? I, I'm as ready as I'm going to be. All right. So this first band, and God, a lot of these aren't good bands, Mark. But anyway, the first band. <laughs> Hanson. Yeah, Hanson, right? Oh, sorry. This band hails from Mississippi, and their mm-hmm. debut album, The Better Life, uh, came out in 2000 and was certified six times platinum in the U.S. It's got a three in the name. Yes. Is it three doors down? It is. Okay. Oh, well, now I'm definitely out of guesses. <laughs> man, good for you, pal. Oh, man. All right. Next, number two is this Jacksonville, Florida band is fronted by Donnie Van Zant, brother of Leonard Skinner, founder Ronnie Van Zant. Oh, my goodness. Um, And there's a three in the name, and they're from Jacksonville. Yep. Yep. Pablo Van Zant, brother <laughs> of Emilio Van Zant from Leonard Skinner. Um, do, do, is, you got another clue? Um, they had the song called Caught Up in You. Nope, that doesn't help. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm willing to give up at this point. I have no idea. All right. The band is called 38 Special. Oh, oh. dang it all. Oh, all right. No, no, that's no, no. You got me on that one, Barb. (laughs) All right. So this one, um, Mm -hmm. this is a pop boogie rock band formed in 67. They were known as such for their hits, such as Black and White, One and Joy to the World. Oh, it's it's Three Dog Night. Yes. Yes. Woo. Oh, I really should have just cheated on this. I can't believe I'm not cheating on this. That's so dumb. All right, go on. Uh, this next band is a Canadian rock band formed in 97 uh, and made waves with their single, I Hate Everything About You, and they suck, Mark. What, who are they? I hate everything about you. Am I right? That's the, that's the right one. No, it goes, I hate everything about you. Oh, I think Ugly Kid Joe covers that or does a better song of the same name. <laughs> Probably. Um, and it's got a three in the name. Fuck me running. Um, that would be funny. Three Days Grace? Yes. Oh, God. I just kind of guessed it where they might be. Like, what's a three band? Where could they possibly? Like, that you got to be Canadian. That band's so terrible. They're I so don't mean that. I like Canadians. They're just, so bad. You guys are as bad at making music as we are. Absolutely. Just live up to it. All right, Mark, this Williamsburg, Virginia band hit fame with their second album called American Standard, and it became somewhat cumbersome. Cumbersome. (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. Cumbersome. Become cumbersome to this world. Oh, man. Um, Diet Allison Chains three. <laughs> you got another clue for me? I'm not. I, this uh, they had another song called uh, "Water's Edge." 
Remember, I've been to the water's edge. That wasn't live. I thought that was at that band live. Or no, that, that was that was pain lies on the riverside. Is the, ah, uh, <laughs> um, and it's got a three in it. Power also, three thousand. There also has another number in it too, and I'll give you that. Oh. I'll give you that number. So okay, the, the first number mm-hmm. is seven. Is seven. Seven space three. Uh, oh, I'm, seven uh, Mary. That's three. right. Jeepers. Peepers, oh, it's okay, man. It's okay. I, I know. I'm, I'm just sorry that they were a band. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one, which is a bonus. Uh, Mark, uh, your best friend, me, used to mm-hmm. love this band, but after a Twitter altercation with the lead singer, I laid them to rest. Um, the it, the, the three here, I'll give you a hint it's not a three in the band, but it's a very oh, wait. Of the word three. What? Um, it's a different, you know, it, it's a version of saying three. Here, not once, but twice, but. Oh, uh, wait. It's not. Uh, 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 oh, my God. Wait, uh, I have no idea. Fuck, my brain. I'm like, it can't be Thursday. It's not taking back Sunday. It's... No, no, no. You're, you're, you're kind of. I don't know. I can't keep up with your Twitter wars. You're getting. Th- oh. <laughs> Man. All right. It's not once. It's not twice. It's thrice. Oh. Of... Can I tell you something? Yeah. I think all three of those bands are just one band and you're talking <laughs> I have always felt that. Fuck all of those bands. That's, and that's why you thought it was them when I was. Yes, saying. because I always think that. Those, and I was like, it's got to be one of those two bands. Uh, I can't remember who else he's fighting with. Of yeah, course. I, I haven't fought with the other. Is that guys. what that name means? I don't know. I was just, you know, I you mentioned Simpsons, mentioned Simpsons earlier. Remember the Simpsons episode with the, with the baseball with the baseball stars? Remember when Mr. Mm-hmm. Burns did the softball tournament? So yeah. when he's giving instructions to Homer, he's like, not once, but twice, but thrice. So I just. Oh, way to remember that. Dang. I know. I did not win that game. Yep. And what's it's our pr- prize? It's okay. Your prize okay. is talking to me forever. So anyway. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> wow, Mark. So talk to us about what we have next week, my friend. Well, you know, Frank. um, Oh, you know, for next week, I'm thinking what's better than for us to drop a year end wrap up on Christmas Eve so we, we can take New Year's off. Let's How's do it. Sound? Let's yeah. do it, my friend. I so can't wait. We'll be uh, yapping about some of our favorite albums to drop this year. Some of the highs and lows from well, from this show. Uh, yeah. Basically, just Frank's going to play a game where I have to guess all the questions that I got wrong. I can't wait. Um, <laughs> uh, and and uh, you know, and, and one last game that will you know uh, sum up uh, our entire lives. Love it. Um, you know, it's been a hell of a ride. Uh, <laughs> sure. Has, so it, uh, it, it'll definitely be an episode that you. You'd prefer not to miss. Absolutely. If you, if you can. If you, oh, my goodness. Is that what I think it is? Oh, yes. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. So it's my buddy. I wanted to introduce him on the show. And did you? And he's a special friend. Wait, does, does he have a name that's going to give away what it is to people who aren't watching? <laughs> oh. Mother Clucker. Oh. <laughs> 
Domination. Look at this. <laughs> do you have a wheezing rubber chicken? <laughs> I do have a wheezing rubber chicken. And the dog just went nuts after that. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I know. So that's I thought funny. you I thought you'd like him. Maybe he could be the I mascot. Do. Maybe he could be the mascot, you know. Yeah, I mean he's probably our top listener, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he gets he gets a little aggressive, so you're gonna have to excuse. He can be. Kevin is freaking out in the next room. <laughs> totally. Oh so, man. So listen, uh, so I didn't mean to cut you off there, but I wanted no. To, yeah, he's, he's he's persistent as a muppet. I keep thinking he's going away, and he pops back up. He's special to me, so I wanted to make yeah. sure that that he How met he not you be? because you're yeah. special to me. So Aww. here's the formal introduction. So hey, buddy. Hey. so where was that good life is so good and thanks everyone for listening this was fun remember like subscribe rate review and always be safe out there you know uh frank myself and and mother clucker over there we love (laughs) it when you make it to the end of the episode with us uh and so please uh drop us your requests uh like rate review all that crap uh be safe out there right in case you know, um, as Mother Clucker always says, and uh, if you'll say it with me, because it would mean so much now. Uh, yep. Oh, my, my. Oh, hell yes. yes. Oh. <laughs> I love that rubber chicken. Dude, isn't he awesome? Pretty awesome. <laughs>